Oh, we better get started. And now, in a few moments, I shall push this start button and thereby release the most tremendous surge of power ever created by man. I forgot what I spoke Last to... night I went to sleep in Detroit City And I dreamed about those cotton fields Hi, hello. Detroit sports haters? Critics, skeptics, and fans, and welcome to episode six of I Hate Detroit Sports. My name is Carl Coffee. With me once again is Timmy. I can't. How are you doing, Tim? What's up, Potterino? Today's episode is called Uncle Rob isn't here. What? We have no Uncle Rob, but he is informed me he has some time off. He'll be here for episode seven. Before we jump in, we're going to do a hodgepodge episode, just like last week. We're going to be talking about all four Detroit sports teams. Before we go to that, let's talk about Detroit-style pizza. Listen here. We talked off the air. Uncle Rob lives near a Jets pizza. We're not going to tell you where he lives, but he lived near the only one in Virginia. And he's moving to a place that has it again. He's lucky. Is it number one? Do you like the Chicago-style pizza, the New York-style, the Connecticut-style, the St. Louis-style? What do you like? Carl, my top four. Go Detroit, Brooklynese, Napoli, and Chicago. Make no mistake, kids. The Chicago-style pizza is a casserole. It is a fucking casserole. How many Chicago-style slices can you have? Two? Oh, man, I don't know. It's tough. All right. Probably choke on it. I mean, it's it's late May. We got one team playing. Of course, the Pistons and the Red Wings missed the playoffs. Do you remember the glory days when all three teams would be playing in May? and Well, only one night would be the Lions. Well, guess what? Only the Tigers are playing now. They're going to go first. And we just had a no-hitter. This was exciting. I was texting you and Uncle Rob. No one was responding. You guys were either asleep or you didn't care. I was so pumped. I was asleep. I was, I was absolutely asleep. <laughs> I was so pumped from this because yeah, Verlander had a couple. The second one Verlander had should have been an, a perfect game, but he unfortunately walked someone. But this one, two walks. It wasn't a cheap no-hitter. Those ones where you see like six or seven walks. He pitched a great game. How did it make you feel when you woke up and you saw that? Well, Carl is extremely tired, <laughs> and 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 then uh, knowing he's gonna and then anxious, knowing he's gonna get flipped for three seventeen-year-old shortstops that don't make low A next year. Uh, I I still think if he stays in Detroit, he has high value as a long reliever or a seventh-eighth inning guy. Uh, I think we're seeing Fulmer like really dominating at the back end, and. Uh, the arms coming up if we hang on to Turnbull that's going to mean uh, we're going to flip one of our can't miss prospects for another group of three 17 year old shortstops this don't make low A next this year. This is how you felt when you saw the no hitter. You're just saying what 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 can we do with him? How can we trade him? What is he worth? This is how your yeah, mind no. works. You can't just enjoy the moment. No no like I, I know that his this is, this is his ceiling. And I know how Uncle Al's going to be like, oh, I can move him for prospects. And then he's going to move them for prospects. And then they're not going to come out. They're going to be terrible. Okay, I could be wrong, but I believe he's 28. He's not He's not super young. He's, he's 28? I believe, I believe so. So, I mean, 
You know, he's he's not one of our untouchables, right? No, no, he is totally touchable. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a lot of people probably took a deep dive into his Wikipedia, like who is this guy? When was he drafted? You know, yeah. So it was kind of cool. It felt cool, but then you like look into it more, and you're like, yeah, well, this is not someone who's gonna be here probably for the future glory days if we have him. You know, he's not miser. What's he's gonna be a bridge guy or Manning? Yeah, he's he's in that same category as Boyd, and who's probably get flipped for yeah. three seventeen-year-old shortstops. Okay. <laughs> But my gosh, it was the first day of the playing round, and the Detroit Tigers led off Sports Center, so which I thought that was pretty cool. That 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 you know what I, I watched the uh, the Lakers Warriors game, and I've got to say uh, that actually felt like an actual game. Like wow, this must be like for the Western Conference Championships, not to get into the playoffs. And we do have an NBA question with the Pistons, what? but before that, we're going Lions. I do it the same order as last time. I don't know. This is just a, such a simple question, but I have to know. They did not draft a quarterback, which I was thankful for. I did not want them to. Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl. He was the first overall pick in the NFL draft not too long ago. He's young. Sh- see what he has. Give him some confidence. What... I mean, come on. We don't need we don't need to be drafting who's going to take over for him. I think what the Lions did was perfect. I, I think you might disagree, but are you rooting for Jared Goff? I don't think you are. Yeah, because I have to. Uh, That's pathetic. So, don't so, do well, it then. Don't do it let then. Me, let me open it up. So, he has no receiving core. He has a really good line, a solid tight end. And a pretty good, uh, I'm going to say a pretty good low B uh, running back room. Perfect. Yep, yeah. Um, I, but at the same time, it's like being married to Giselle and then marrying a normie. Like, like there's only a step down from Matt Stafford. Um, yeah, that's rough. Listen, yeah, we lost our top two receivers easily the worst receiving core in the NFL and you nailed it with a tight end and running back and the line so it's not it's not the worst offensive unit is it the worst offensive weapons probably and we talked about it off the air I forgot to add it I said I was going to lines are that had the fourth best odds to land Julio Jones what is that is that nonsense it better be <laughs> it, better, it doesn't make sense right we, we we need corners okay what about this though what if you get him for like a third rounder? Would you just no, feel that's fine? I, I that's just feel bad fine. for him though. Like the dude, you know, he he probably should have won Super Bowl. He probably wants to go to contender. I I would be shocked, and I don't know why we have the fourth best odds. Maybe it's a salary cap thing. We we have the three draft picks. Yeah, that too. But a first round pick for him, I'd be livid. Second round, I'd be upset. Third round, I'd be okay with. Yeah. But I mean, that's a probably a Hall of Famer. And he's still yeah. He, he and should... as you know, Mel Kiper said he can't catch. So so there's that. <laughs> I don't think he'll go to the an NFC team, but whatever. You know, we talked a little bit of basketball earlier. 
We did. Back in the day when we were knocking out shows before a long hiatus, we barely ever talked basketball. But these hodgepodge shows, we're talking about it all. You know who we talked basketball with? Rick Matthews. That's right. Name drop. So not too long ago, an idiot named Stan, Stan Van Gundy, he traded a lot of good players and a first-round pick for a guy named Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. And he had sure one, did. one really good year with us. Yep. But that's it. And then this year, it didn't make any sense for him to play with us. So, yeah, we, we let him go. And he goes to Brooklyn, and now he's dunking. You know, he's their fourth option. <sighs> so what, is, what does it make you feel when you see him playing there and you see him playing well? You, you see him reborn. Cheated. Do you? I feel cheated. Why? He, uh, apparently he couldn't handle the pressure in Detroit. <laughs> the pressure. So he, he took like three years off. Um, I don't want to say he half-assed it, because I know he didn't even half-ass it. He quarter-assed it. He, uh, yeah, so disappointed. I was so excited when they traded for him, and that first year was great. And then, and then, like, he couldn't dunk. <laughs> and then, like, where's the effort? What is going on? Like, is he molasses now? Did he, did they replace his blood with molasses? What is going on, Carl? So my Parks and Rec Association had a 13 to 16 year old slow pitch softball league, and we didn't have many teams. So I joined it when I was 16. My friend told me to join it. He said it's really fun. So I joined it my last year, and I got since I was new, I I got, I got put on the worst team in the league. And I was 16, I was really athletic, and my team was horrible. And I was the best player, and we barely ever won, maybe just by forfeits. Have you ever been the best player on a horrible team? Because that's the only thing that comes to my mind. Usually I was decent, average. But there was that one team where everyone was so bad, we never won, but I was easily the best. And it's a weird feeling. You, you, so I kind of I feel like that's how Blake Griffin was. He's like He almost felt like he was better than everyone else, right? I've never been uh, the best player on any team. If I was, I had no idea. What about the 2005 Lugnuts Wiffleball team? Mm, no. Okay. I mean, man, I could pitch and hit, though. I own that short porch. Hmm. So I talked to someone, I think it was my brother, and I said, which team in Detroit makes the playoffs first? And he said the Lions. And I said, no, there's no chance. I think it's the Red Wings. And I think they have the quickest path to the playoffs. Because, first off, it's easier to get in the playoffs than the NBA and the NHL. There's going to be 32 teams next year. 16 playoff teams. So that's half. Easy math. So will you be upset? If the wings... And there's only there's only up from where the Red Wings are. <laughs> We'd be upset if they missed the playoffs next year. No, no, I'm I'm totally expecting another season. If I'm just not going to watch. All right. See, I don't know the Wings that much, so I kind of didn't know, and I almost I almost said two years, and maybe I should have. So they uh, they re-signed their head coach, right? Yeah. And I have a I have a sneaky suspicion they're gonna uh, Hugh Jackson him. But, Timmy, what is a Hugh Jackson? That's when you fire the guy from the rebuild, bring in somebody new who's a winner, 
and the culture changes, Carl. Uh, you could also say a Rick Carlisle. Ah, that's true too. Yeah. Now listen, Red Wings of all the teams, I know the least about them, but they have the best, you know, the best management of all the teams. I miss playoff hockey. It's been so long since I watched it and cared. And I do miss it because, I mean, this was the time you just kind of, oh, sweet, it's May, Red Wings hockey, you know. They picked a great time to open that new arena. <laughs> oh, man, so, I mean, we just flew through this episode. Yep. Anything you want to say about anything? Carl, what do you think is higher? Uncle Rob's blood alcohol level or the Mariners batting average? Oh. Moving on. So, um, this is episode six. Uh, you can listen to us on Anchor. I do use Spotify, actually. Uh, I, I like to listen at a 1.2, a little bit quicker. But next episode, I want to focus in on one team. Do you want to take a deep dive into the Tigers next episode? That sounds great, Carl. I'll do all my research and uh, write the jokes. The hard thing about that is they're boring. They really are. It's a boring team to talk about. What's the number one thing that excites you? For me, it's when Casey Mize pitches. I, I believe it's mutts watch baseball. I'll stop everything. And, and often when he stops pitching, I'll turn it off. Like it, it feels like Verlander again. And it's awesome. He is going to be a bonafide ace, right? No, no, he, he, he's he got to be. <laughs> he's got to be. I don't know how he couldn't be. And I was arguing with someone on Twitter. They said I was too harsh when I said I hate Uncle Al when he said we have a top rotation. We're ranked 14th, which is still pretty pretty good. I mean, I'm impressed with that. That's not top. Exactly. It's not top. It's top half. It's not top. Yeah. That, that's that's at least third tier. They're overachieving. We talked about it off the air. It's 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 the uh, pitching coach who's doing it. He's the real deal. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this now. Now that they sent Jacoby Jones to AAA, uh, watch the ERAs go up because uh, his defense saved more runs than uh, than they can create. Also humidity, but that's what I'm blaming. So we missed Uncle Al, Uncle Rob. Yeah. Sorry, Uncle Rob. I don't miss Uncle Al. Let me tell you. It's a little bit different dynamic without him, but he'll be back for episode seven. We're gonna be probably eating Jets pizza. We're gonna be talking Tigers. I don't know what exactly, but they're not a total disaster. It was looking like worse than '03 a month ago, right? Ah, uh, yeah. It was. I, I, I miss those days of the $5 Pepsi seats. So for Timmy and Anderson, Carl Cobb, we'll talk to you next time. Stay safe out there. Later, Potterito.